our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hey, Sonia. Hi, Sim. That was very, like, How? gaspy. Like, I'm just desperate to talk to you. Like, hi, Simran. Are you worried that you're, like, does that bother you that you want to chat with me and it's coming across that way? Yeah, I just, I fear that I'm coming across as desperate. We wouldn't want to make your ego any higher, you know? First of all, that is so rude. <laughs> it's, like, Tuesday morning. <laughs> like, where has this come it's like from? It's, like, 7 in the morning. <laughs> and secondly, I just see it as, like, you want to be my friend. Yeah. Debatable. Anyways, what are we talking about Debatable. today? Please, please. Sorry, this is strictly business. Yeah. Well, this is a money confession that I think a lot of people can relate to. It's like an intrusive thought, especially during this <laughs> current moment in time where, you know what I mean? Like you get like one piece of paper from your boss, or like one extra email to write and you're like, do I just quit? Is this it? <laughs> It reminds me of those memes where they're like, oh, I hate it when my boss asks me to do something in my job description. Like, Right. It's like, how dare they give me a time frame and an email and just like one extra thing to do that I know I am actually being paid to do. But it's, it's so this fine. is the intrusive thoughts coming out. But now this is like one step ahead because it's actually a little bit toxic. So hear me out. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Dear Sim and Sonia. This is my money confession. I'm about five months into my new job at a fintech financial technology startup, and it's turned out to be a very toxic workplace with very high staff turnover. My own boss has recently quit for this reason, and I've been dumped with all their work. For information, they're a marketing coordinator, and their boss was a C-suite executive. I have been wanting to start my own digital marketing agency, go freelance, but I am worried about leaving the stability. My partner is very supportive and makes good money and has offered to take care of the expenses while I get clients. We don't currently have a large amount of savings and we just bought a home last year. Do I take the risk and follow my dreams or try to build it up while working full time even though I am burnt out and it is affecting my mental state? Do you feel like this was a text message that I sent you two years ago? A hundred percent. Is this is this you? Is this me? Is this you from the past? On a real note, 
you from the past two years ago to where we are now, could you have even imagined like this is what we would achieve and what we would end up with? You went from being mean to me in the start of this episode to being like, oh, reflections. I love being in my mysterious girl era. You like don't know what you get from me. You really keep me on your toes. You keep me on your toes. I keep you on my toes. You step on my toes. (laughs) Anywho, back to mean girl. Sorry. Switching it up again. What were you about to say? <laughs> I was just saying I really relate to this. Like, I wouldn't say my job was toxic, but, you know, it was high turnover. I wanted to do my own thing, but I was worried about the stability. My friends and family were really supportive. And I also had just bought a home. So I was like in very much in not, not the exact same position. I didn't have someone being like, let me take care of the finances. But I can relate to this. And I remember just like asking everyone around me, what do I do? And so... I'm going to I'm going to give this one to you cuz I think you've got some experiences trauma with dealing with friends like this trauma. I think for me what I'd be interested to know is what you think the opportunity cost would be if you went for the full time like I'm going to build my business from the ground up cuz it just sounds like you're advocating for a particular case anyway and I personally feel that you've actually already made a decision in terms of where you're like leaning towards. And it's quite funny because recently we did an episode on analysis paralysis. And I think this is a great example of one where you've really thought about the pros and you've thought about the cons. I think you are in quite a unique, uniquely optimistic situation where you are in a situation where your partner has offered to pay the finances while you take this endeavor. You know that you're going to take a little bit of a break because you are feeling burnt out. And I think the stresses that you would have with starting a business and taking that plunge, because it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. There's like so many risks that you will be taking by choosing that option, but it's for you. Like you're not working for someone else. You are building a brand and something that you believe in. And at the end of the day, that is more worth it than this culture that you're in now. I don't know what you hope to gain by staying in the position that you're in now because it just sounds like you're not having a fun and fresh time. And life is so mundane as it is. Like, let's all have a fun and fresh time. Are you talking to yourself? Yeah. Or are you like talking to her? Yeah. I'm talking to everyone involved in this situation. Sonia's like, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. I'm talking to the reader. I'm talking to the person that sent this in. I completely agree. At the end of the day, like, what is the thing that is going to. I find this really helpful. Like, I always just ask myself, I'm 80 years old. I'm bedridden. What do I wish I did with my life? Or what were the risks I wish I took just to see what could happen? And one thing that really helped me was always telling myself, I could just always go back to this job. Like you can always be a marketing coordinator. Like there will always be a marketing coordinator job in some fintech startup somewhere in the world. That is just going to be like an opening and probably with a better company if, if this one doesn't work out. But you'll never have this current situation where the stars are aligning, where you've got the drive, you've got the interest, you feel like you've got the skill set. You're very lucky to have a partner that is willing to help cover the expenses. I don't think everyone gets you know, that privilege. And from the sounds of it, you also sound like you're quite young and don't have a lot of 
responsibilities and maybe this is an assumption but you haven't mentioned that dependents are a huge factor in this you've just got a home and that's like the biggest expense you probably have and if you've got someone that's helping with the mortgage like to me i would just do it because sonia's picked up on it i've picked up on it you know what you want to do it's the it's not just like the intrusive thought when you get that email at 4 p.m on a friday it's the i know i have it in me i'm just looking for permission to do it and like why do we wait for permission from others for business owners every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card it's the culmination of your hard work dedication and commitment to your customers that's why i'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments introducing tap to pay on iphone powered by stripe Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. You really need to come to that light bulb moment yourself though, because I remember when you were in this situation and we were talking about it and it seemed like all your friends and your family, like we had all come to the same conclusion, but you really had to be the person to make that decision. You don't want to make it for someone else. What do you think held you back the most? What held me back the most was actually people's opinions. Oh no. Right? How embarrassing. Initially it was like money. And then I saved up a little bit and I was able to then go, okay, I've actually got like six months to a year worth of salary and I still didn't make the jump. So it wasn't about money anymore. It was about like, I'm going to disappoint people. I've spent five years doing one thing or learning one thing. Like it's that sunken cost fallacy of, well, I've put in all the effort, so I should just stick it out. And then I was like, why on earth should I do something for 40 years just because I've done it for five? Yeah. Like, why on earth should I stick out this job just because of like stability and safety? That job, that marketing coordinator job for this person will honestly always be there. And I get that we do live in a world right now where realistically, yes, it is harder to get a job. Yes, there is like a recession looming. Yes, it will be harder to start a business, especially digital marketing agencies. I have a friend that runs one who just lost half of their clients. So is this the best time to start a business? I don't know. That's really encouraging. Thank you so much, Sim. Yeah, I'm loving this. Okay, I I hear it. I hear what I'm saying. (laughs) But at the end of the day, there's never going to be a right time. Like if you can survive now, wait till 2024. Like, it's going to get better. We're at rock bottom. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, I was just like, keep going, keep going. It's like 10 different things. Like, just, okay, yeah. The stock market's down. Bond markets are struggling. Everything's just down. Yes, SVB may have closed, but you can make it. Yes, not to add to the fire. And you can choose whether we keep this in or not. My friend, one of my really good friends here, works in PR. 
and you know she did marketing at uni specialized in PR she can also do HR she got laid off and not only did she get laid off in her company but 120 people in the marketing team got laid off and I was just like Marketing is very lucrative. <laughs> Anything could be marketing. Me being on Canva is marketing. Okay? Sonia said me being on Canva is marketing. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. But the, the idea is there's never going to be a perfect time to do it. If you back yourself and believe in your abilities, I don't see why you should not try this. The worst case scenario is you look for another job, but make sure you have those things in place. Make sure you can have at least six months of living expenses, not income, but expenses covered, whether that's with you and your partner or on your own. If you have the privilege to use capital to take a risk, to me, like that's what money is for. I also just want to make a statement that I feel like people don't talk about enough. A lot of people are quick to say, oh, this business failed. Oh, this person like failed starting this thing up. Do you know how much like resilience, endurance, like faith and belief in yourself you need to start a business? Like entrepreneurs and like business owners, they're some of the most like creative and most fulfilled people on the planet. I think you just even considering this option is amazing and you need to give yourself credit for that alone and for also like talking about it with your like loved ones and your partner and they're fully supportive, which is why I say you're in a uniquely optimistic situation. Also, congrats on the house that you both bought last year. Like it is not an easy thing to do to one stay at a job that provides stability but makes you feel like crap or two like start a business from like the ground up like good on you for both options we're rooting for you we hope you actually take on that like i said the thing that you're going to look back when you're 80 and you go gosh, I'm glad I did that. Like you will never, I promise you, you will not be in that state going, I'm really glad I stuck it out in that toxic job that I hated for like 50 years and then retired. I'm not like a mind reader. I don't have a crystal ball, as I like to say, but I just feel like that's not the happiest, most fulfilling path that you're taking if that is the two decisions that you have in front of you. But it's so hard to like realize what to do when you're in it like I remember how stuck I was and how for everyone else it was so obvious but you'll find something that pushes you out because I think people need to push more than a pull and eventually something will push you out enough whether it's that toxic workplace getting even more toxic eventually you'll be like okay enough's enough I'm gonna go yeah and why wait till you get to that point you don't need to put yourself through that before making a decision wow spitting facts literally it's all I do All right. Well, if you have a money confession that you want to share with us or want some advice on, let us know. Send us an email at hello at girlsatinvest.com or send us a DM on Instagram and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Until next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.